welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Conversations with my cuz. I am Shay Lachey. It is me, your girl, Michelle, with one L. And it's me, brother, love. Love, D, I What's going on? What's been going on? What's popping? Uh, that's what I want to know. What's going on, ladies? How was your weekend? <laughs> yeah. You talk about your weekend show. Yours is a happy Man, show. I had a, I had a dope weekend. Had a great time. Hung out with some of my tall people. Tell us about you know, tall people. I have a tall group. I'm in a, a part of called Tall and Thick. And every year we do a, a, re- a reunion. Uh-huh. And it's three days of drinking and drinking and no drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and fun and cookouts and food. Every year we have an amazing time. So I, I'm just getting back today. So I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted to say the least. Well, but I'm here. Something. What's tall? Tall is me because I'm six feet. So okay. in order to be a part of the group, the women have to be five, I think it's five, ten and up, and the men have to be six, two and up. Uh, we got women in that six, six. Why she would be in heaven. Uh, we know he like he liked the tall ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes him feel randy or something. I don't know. How, how long have you been different. in that group? Oh, about almost five years, I think. I think this is five years. Wow. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. How many yeah, people we, do you think is in the group? We only have over about 300. We kind of a close knit group because it's more like um, family environment. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows everybody in this mad love. Hey, Turbo. Turbo was there too. Hey, Terrell. Okay. Turbo was there this weekend too. And it's, you know, we, we travel together. We hang out together. We do things together. And it's like a family vibe, you know? It's brothers okay. and sisters, but, you know, sometimes it might be a little incest going on. Let me stop. Lord have mercy. <laughs> That's my kind of party. <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun. But it's all love. You know, vibe is good. And we just had a great time. We had a great time. Okay. We get together. So it was a vibe. So I enjoyed them. Oh, yeah. Shout so out to Tat. Talk Connect. Talk. Tat Connects. Shout out, y'all. All from right. The, from the reaction of your post, I'm just saying, damn, I was all jealous. Like, yeah, you see like, all them tall women? I, I'm I considered. Somebody had the nerve to tell me I was a short tall. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> I have not been that. Like what? <laughs> you a short tall? A short tall is like, eh? <laughs> that's hilarious. How dare you? Yeah, you know. It feels right. good to be around a bunch of people that I'm looking up to all all weekend, right? Because that's, that's not, not my life. Your thing, right? Yeah, that's not my life. So it's dope. Yeah. So you like tall guys? I love tall guys, but you know what's kind. Of, you know what? <laughs> I think that was a little shady. You dated, a little because you dated shorter guys. Yeah, because you know, it taller guys are hard to find. And it seemed like the taller guys like shorter women. But uh, in this group, they all love us. Because uh, mm. not only are we tall, we're tall and thick. Oh. Mm. Shout out to thickness. Oh, yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all. So I'm glad you had a good time. Huh? Shay, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was all right. I, I I went out yesterday a little bit, but I, I lost a very good friend this week, so it hasn't been oh. a good feeling for me. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm. That's why I'm like, let's talk about Shell's story. Sure, hers is happy. Mine's is not. So, yeah. Yeah. So, what about you, Rob? What about you, Rob? What you do? As you could tell, I'm on the road. You don't see the NY in the background. <laughs> You know, I'm on the hustle. I'm on the grind. You know, I'm trying to make things happen. I'm down in the south. You know, okay. it's hot as hot as all anything out here. Mm. Hot as sugar. Yeah, hot as heat. It's all right. Though, okay. You know, I've been on the beach. I've been getting my body right. You know, seeing my mind right. You know, it's it's, it's all good right now. Oh, uh, you getting it ready for Cabo? That's why. Oh, speedo. You got to see. I got. The, I had the speedos on yesterday. Oh, didn't nobody, have- nobody took pictures, right? Well, why didn't you take a picture of that? You <laughs> <laughs> might run some people away from the trip. You're <laughs> 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 not gonna be out there being subjected to that. I'm just saying. Phil took my kissing cousins. Phil, hush. Uh, 
I know. We hey, Shanoa, I see you in the chat. Hey, Shanoa, to the chat. Shout out to the chat. They rock And shout out to all of our um, handles, right? Our YouTube channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Blue Rain Radio, Facebook, IG. Did I forget one? Did I, I forget one? Listen, I might have forgot one. one. Twitch. There it is. Look. Ah, there it is. Uh, right. <laughs> so thank you, you shouted out Blue Rain Radio. Shout out Blue Rain Radio. Everybody, listen to us. You always watch us. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all right. But uh, Ross, so what's going on? You know, you're usually the trending topic dude. So let me hear it. Oh man, I've been so busy. I can I haven't even really been nosy this week. Y'all got anything? Yeah, something was going on. What did what was going on? We were talking about it this week. Something I know we be... I know we talked about we had a long conversation about the um Monique thing. Right. We, we, we talked about that last week, didn't we? I don't know what else is going on in the world these days. I've been a little disconnected. Yeah, me too. I was just really, really <clears throat> you know, just really yeah. Cool. It hasn't too much um, really happened this week though. That's you know. a good thing. I it haven't is. really been on scrolling and, and things like that. So talk about you was out partying. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I wasn't even really on social media other than to post some pictures, but I, other than that, um we talked to didn't we touch on the Monique thing last week? I yeah, think we talked about that still. Yeah. Yeah. But know. they still they still beefing though. Yeah, like they're still going it, back and forth. It's, it's getting out of hand. I mean, right now it's it's just crazy. You know, it's really good. His daughter, his daughter made sent the message to her mm -hmm. talking about if you want to sit down and have a conversation, let's have to sit down and have a conversation. Uh, and Monique responded to her and said, "Yes, we can have a conversation on the sh on on DL's radio show." But that ain't what she said. Yeah, okay. but then, but then uh, DL responded and said, uh, "No way you will ever be on my radio show." <laughs> it's gonna keep going back. It's gonna keep going. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna keep going back and forth. I think they really need to freaking have a conversation, but they need to take it out the media and yeah. and to resolve it. Because if you want to just do it to, for likes and 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 views, then it's not really sincere, in my opinion. But mm -hmm. why would you? Well, why would you say they need to have a conversation? Because you know why? Because they, first of all, they've been in the game for for so long, and it's getting out of hand. Like seeing, I hate to see our people just acting this way or doing this going back and forth whether it's celebrities or whoever mm -hmm. i don't like it because it's probably something that could be resolved either we're gonna resolve it and move on we don't necessarily mean we have to be friends right but let's just end this shit no but why well, do you think controversy sells it absolutely does so maybe that's why they're not because both of them the ratings are higher and people are tuning in a whole lot more because people like mess as long as it's not their own that's true People love mess, but yeah. you know, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm team. I'm not team either one of them at the end of the day. Um, I do feel like Monique's playing herself more and more and more as time goes on. She needs to chill. She needs to just, I, I do. I do. I do believe though, if I ain't messing with you, I ain't messing with you. I mean, I ain't got to talk to you or deal with you about it. I mean, so if they don't want to resolve it and they walk two different ways, then Hey, that's what it is. But then let's do that then. Let's agree to do that. Right, because usually what happens is when you come up to a thing to resolve a situation and deal with a situation, at that same time, that person, a lot of the time, still hold that little malice, and and, and that situation is going to come up later on. So if they have is, to deal with each other right, in a professional right, way, right? right? It's going to be unavoidable because they're comedians, and I know the comedian circuit is, is semi-small, right? At least there's levels to it. So when you're at a certain mm -hmm. level you tend to deal with some of the same people. So what's going to happen is she's not going to be able to be on the same uh, show that maybe well, he is or what? Well, what do you think about that, that comment right there? White folks love to see black folks beefing. I think people well, like to see people beefing. People beefing it's not just white. Yeah, black I don't think people it's right love thing. it too. Yeah, they love it. It'd be a, you, I, please, I put my glass to the wall if my neighbors is arguing. Let me tell you, I was at the window like this with the blinds down. <laughs> my door. 
you know, Michelle, me, you know, when I have my little Facebook wall, I got a phone call from Michelle now in the morning. Go on Facebook. I said you better get up and get on this Facebook. <laughs> I got unfriended from laughing at that whole beef too. Cause that was hilarious. But I was like, y'all ain't gonna be doing this, and he can't defend himself. He didn't even know. He didn't. Even he didn't know what's going on. I called and I said, "You better get up and get on Facebook right now." Yeah, but I was unfriended. <laughs> what you know? Me and Shay was in the comments like, <laughs> I surely was. I was like, oh, wait, let me get my popcorn for y'all. Say something else. <laughs> when that was over, they was like, probably went through the comments and was like, that bitch gotta go. Yeah, she got to go. She got to go. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> yeah, and that I was went, like they was yeah, going at it. That got deep. That went past me. That went to somebody, mama, husband. Cousin. Oh yeah, it got <laughs> real nasty. But I didn't like the fact that they was going in on him and he wasn't there to yeah. be a well, part see, of that's, it. That's part of the problem, I think, with the Monique thing is that at some point, right, it can get out of hand because right. you got to have your kids involved and so forth at some point we need to come to some common ground both of y'all can put your middle finger in the air and then walk away and from walk it. away like, got to be something right. more you could do with yourself but what we didn't discuss though is how do y'all feel about her even involving the daughter well the daughter involved herself because she jumped in and had a con had something to say but monique could have just been like oh, or whatever. No, no, no. no, remember she posted the oh, that's about right the about the right. and um the the attempted rape situation or whatever the situation was. I you think know? that was definitely a low blow, and I think that you know whatever your whatever she I don't know what she got she'll be back. Whatever her issue is with um that man should have stayed there. Right, you know what I mean. If you could, you went out there, you wanted to curse him out. That's your business. Do what you do. But you started talking about his wife and his dog, and you mentioned his daughter talking about this. She posted the videos. She was doing way too much about that with that man. I, she was really mad. And that was not about that show. That was some personal shit that she had against him prior to that. But she talked about the man's dog. I'm like, damn, what the dog do you? She had a list. She was holding it. But the funny part to me was he said that dog is reminded of my daddy. My yes. <laughs> she has some deep-seated no, issues I, going on. I think him and her need to go sit on the council. Yes. Because I don't know who takes their dog on the road because they daddy <laughs> can't Well, listen, listen, one thing about dogs that people have support dogs, and I understand that whole dog thing. Because mm. okay, my son is a dog lover, and that dog is is his therapy for him. So that I get, but he did say something like the dog is his daddy. Like that's his daddy. It reminds him of his daddy. I carry my daddy with me. <laughs> my daddy with me. <laughs> this is my daddy. <laughs> Listen, however you got to get through, you got to get through. Yeah, I'm not a pet lover. Y'all know that already. So yeah, I can that? take him and leave him. I got it. We got a dog here, but that's Lodge's dog. I, I be wanting to throw the dog out. I think we need to toast to no more drama, no more beef. Oh, yes, you know we forgot our toast. But yeah. This is what I'm toasting to, guys, because I am. Nah, nah, not me. Do say, who say. I am detoxing oh. my liver. <laughs> That's the move of someone who overdid it over the weekend. Man, listen, I haven't drank in. I wasn't. I haven't drank in so long. So this weekend it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, Amazing thank you. Somebody good. said my CWMC hat is kind of fly. If you want one, hit me in my inbox. So I can get you one. Very nice. And I got a t-shirt, too. Hey. I'm not wearing mine, but I will. CWMC, so hit me up. I know. Hit my I inbox or I, email, I guess, email us. I guess, I guess I ain't really down. I ain't got no merch, but we'll talk. You a whole lot. You, you a whole lot. You do. <laughs> I sent you a water bottle, and I asked you, did you want the t-shirt? <laughs> See how you getting on here lying to the people? <laughs> like we miss You're a national... Him. Television, <laughs> mistreating hey, him. Yeah. Just lying. <laughs> All right. Well, well. <laughs> yes. You know so. what time it is, guys? Hey. What time is it? It is time for let me ask my cuz. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> no. Let me ask my cuz. Yeah. Uh, 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 go cousins, go cousins. It's a cousin, y'all. It's a cousin. 
Big Rock. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you got you, you got it out your system. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, all right. I have a question for you guys. What's up? The question is, <clears throat> do you believe in the power of change? I'm gonna let y'all go first because I got I got something to say. I absolutely do believe in the power of change. Um because um if you're really, really in a place of healing and elevation, then I do believe that there that that you can change. Um, I do believe that your core of who you are is kind of who you are. But you know, if you've been through some things and experienced a lot of things, and you kind of act based off of those things, I do believe that you can change your behavior. Okay. I I, I don't want to say you can change. Mm, who you are, but I do believe you can change your behavior. Whereas okay. you could, could maybe was loud and ratchet, you can kind of tweak that so you're not as loud as ratchet anymore. I mean, there's a lot of I do believe in the power of change, and I believe okay. that people can change if they really truly want to. I believe that people are who they are in their core, mm-hmm. and I that, that part is is not um, that will never change. So if you're someone that is loud and ratchet and that's who you are comfortable being, that's who you're going to be. So if you meet someone and that's how they show up, right? There's no way to be able to say that this particular characteristic is something that can be changed um, because that's who they are when they show up. So for me, it's like accept them in the moment in their totality for who they are and don't expect that it will ever be anything different in them. Okay. What you think, Ron? Um, no, ain't nobody changing. Bottom line, you are who you are. And so that I, means you still an asshole. Yeah, Basically, yeah. I, I, from I, I, when he was a teenager. Yeah, from when you was a child. Yeah, I think yeah. that was like at his core. Okay, okay go ahead. We sorry. Okay, let me explain some things. Let me explain this to y'all. Because I'm about to take y'all to school. Oh, so, God. Here we yeah, go. We don't have one of these moments today. I feel that way. Now, what I really feel like is, is that people in life, they fight who they are. For instance, when I was growing up, right, I, I my whole life, I tried to fight not to be like my dad. But guess what? That's who I am. So Why did you not want to be like him? Right. Are you saying that there are characteristics that aren't... The characteristics was I wanted to be my own man. I wanted to be me. I didn't want to okay. just have, wasn't nothing wrong with him. I just wanted to be my, so my whole life, I'm fighting to be somebody that I'm not. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you'll put yourself into relationships. You'll put yourself into marriages. you put yourself, you have children with people and you're creating this whole big lie and illusion because you want to be something else or you want to be somebody somebody wants you to be. And I really, really, I really have a problem. Me, it's a personal thing with me because I really feel like it, people need to accept people for who they are or just keep it moving, move on. And like I said, now, can we grow up? Can we mature? Can we look at things from a different perspective as we grow older and stuff? Yes, that's true. But the core of who you are and, and how you get down is what it is. If you a go-getter and you want to go get your money and you want to do this, that's who you are. Don't mm-hmm. try to turn around and be that person that says, well, I want to walk another path. If you're not hurting nobody and you're not killing nobody, then listen, live your life and be happy for you. Don't change. I agree. Else. I agree. But and what it, about people that want to change for the better? Like you know, they're not satisfied with what their, with with the, what their life is, but they want to change for the better. You know what's funny? I had a conversation with. with, with I'm gonna tell you, I had a conversation with Phil on the flight down here before I got on the plane, and he tells me all the time is that I'm 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 never happy with nothing, right? So, and I'm telling him what he doesn't understand is is that I fight to do better. That's my personality. I don't settle. I just don't settle to be in one place in life. I believe in growth. 
So I'm going to continue <clears throat> to keep growing as much as I can. So if I if I make a plan to get five, I'm going to get 10. You understand what I'm saying? If I want mm -hmm. 10, I got 15. That's just who I am. But some people aren't like that. And that's okay. You got to understand that maybe you're not that person that wants to climb that ladder. You know, and I think a lot of people try to get people to fill certain shoes and you're not that person. Yeah, Do be you who you are. That? Be your authentic. I'm sorry, Shay. Be your authentic self. But what about somebody who's was on drugs, and now oh, they're not? Well, There's change that, there. But to me, is that is that really change? That, I mean, again, it absolutely if is. You're not hurting yourself or hurting nobody else. Again, if you're just doing wrong, then that's something else. I'm talking about being who you are to the core. Like for instance, no, that part I get. Be okay, your like, authentic I'll give, self. I'll you, you should. I give you a real, a real life life thought to me a lot of people see i'm letting y'all know about my life right now so don't tell nobody oh right? my goodness so listen a lot of people always wonder why i didn't smoke weed why i didn't smoke weed was because in, in my life in my in family history we might have issues with substance abuse or addiction so to mm -hmm. me is i was always not that I wanted to stay away from weed. I was always afraid of weed because I okay. never want to come to the point where I had to turn around and I needed to get high every day. That's not mm -hmm. something that, that I wanted for my life. Now, so to me, if I seen people do coke, cry, I don't sat up in rooms with, with, with you know in the industry and everybody sniffing, but me. It was so mm -hmm. bad. Even my dad one time said to me, he said, "You know, I'm really proud of you because." The way you was raised and the lifestyle that you live, you never had an issue with drugs. But it was right. of, it was out of fear. That marijuana, that gateway. No. It's the gateway. <laughs> That's what they say. It's, it's you. Said. It's your fault. <laughs> That's why I never started. You know what I'm saying? So to me, with that, when you say the drug issues, that's just something wrong. But that person is still going to be that same person. Getting high, sober, you are who you are. I, I, I agree to some degree because being that drugs do alter your personality and your thought process. When you, stop, when you stop doing those things, you think differently, so you move a little differently. I'm not going to say that there's some things that you still have to overcome. There are, there's going to be some change in your life when you stop doing any type of substance because that substance is altering your brain. So when we but think about that. But sometimes your brain need to be altered a little bit. You need, well, you need that break. You you need to go to Hawaii every once in a while. I think that... Um, no, we're in, not condoning in, any type right, of drugs. I'm not saying drugs. This other way... Here's that disclaimer. <laughs> you see, well, I'm for it. What I was uh, going to say as far as what Michelle and the point that you were trying to make is about people who experience trauma right? And it's affecting how they show up in the world. And mm -hmm. then you go through things like therapy or things that help you to deal with it can change the way you show up in the world. It does. Absolutely. Right? Because that trauma is affecting who you are at your core, because instead of you being true to that core, you're reacting to the trauma. Well, and that's right. how you're showing up in the world. And once you are <clears> healing, in that space, then you have the ability to show up in the world a little bit differently. differently. And in that yeah. way, I think um, that is a change that people a can behavior. make. That's what I mean. To, behavior be, to be more authentic to who they are at their core. Yes, right. agreed. So, so again, like I said, even with the drug things, to me, of addictive behavior. So to me, if if you feel like you have an addictive, you know, mind or anything like that. To me, you shouldn't do anything. You shouldn't gamble. You shouldn't drink. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't whatever it is. With <clears throat> the personality, that to me, that's just what it is. Like sometimes I feel like I don't, I'm not going to say I have an addictive personality, but I like what I like. So my fear was I might like that cocaine because I heard it's a hell of a drug. But <laughs> or even your boy, your boy told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, we got to move on to the next question. <laughs> but we're gonna put a pin in that one. So, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, you might you don't mind want to mess to rumble with the damn white horse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the next question is, what is the best relationship advice someone has ever given you? I'm gonna give y'all a minute on that too because I got something to say about. Well, Shay, you okay. go ahead then. I think the the um best advice or one of the many things that people have shared with me is um, that in a relationship you need to have your own life maintain your own um identity right um because oftentimes people get into relationships and they let go of the you know every part of who they were prior to being in the relationship and i was told that um that especially with your girlfriends you you never lose your girlfriends in a relationship you maintain some individuality that is about you while you're in that relationship and i think that advice has served me well because you know i didn't allow myself to get lost in the relationship or mm -hmm. feel like um you know i'm not being who i am right that person yeah. you show up and then you know you all of a sudden you can't go out to the club because you're in this relationship when you enjoy being out then you maintain that to some degree respectfully, but you know, those things that you enjoy, um, that you hold on to those things. So that was a, I think a really good piece of yeah, advice. I totally I agree with that. And I think that's great advice because again, you know, there's that struggle, you, you know, you have to find that balance in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, one piece of advice I would say is I was talking to an older couple. They've been married for a really, really long time. And they said, and I was like, what's the key? You know, we, what's the key how, well, how do y'all get to 50 years or whatever to stay this long and they they said that the younger people younger generation they give up too fast mm. the, you know they kind of felt like you know as soon as one little thing happens it's like all right that's it i'm done it's over and they don't work together to make something work so you can yeah. get to 55 years but I'm looking at them and I'm like, I know y'all had to go to some shit to get to 55 years. You're not yes. going to sit here and tell yes. me that everything was great the whole 55 years. Right. But, and it depends on what the issue is, right? right? Right. Some things you can kind of just go through and move through it and, and keep it pushing. Or you go through something and it might be terrible, but you either, because I'm quite sure that people separate, get back together. They they do what they do. So mm -hmm. I thought that that was interesting. But in my mind, I'm like, shit. <laughs> that's like that's like Rob no, no. talked about um the the dating apps, right? Because that's yeah, absolute like do one thing and I'm right oh, back okay. on the dating app and, and finding the next Giving thing. Up too so easy. you're not working on it at all. But then we also know that he's not on the dating apps to find a mate. He's on there to have fun. So there's that's that. That's not true, but we'll okay. talk well, that's not what it's I, a fun time, that's guys. not what you told us, but okay, <laughs> change it on there. That's not what I told you. What I told you was is that I'm non-tolerant. So soon as my piece get broken, you give up. In. I don't give up, log in. <laughs> right. it. So you, you let go. People out there. You let go. Why should I be on why should my piece be broken? But that's not what we're talking about. Right. So what's your piece of relationship advice, DJ My Brother Love? Piece of relationship advice. Shout out to John Crone. That man told me, don't you ever in your life move in with a woman. Every man needs to have his own. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that is is to me is what I preach to every young man that I meet. That is and, and especially to young African American males. Mm-hmm. Because the the you need to have your own. You need to really be able to take care of yourself. Okay. And when you're able to take care of yourself and you have your own. You actually get to choose your mate. It's not. It's not. An, it's not a need. Your partner is a choice, and that's the okay. best thing in the world to be. So I think honestly, when we start on these relationships, we need to have our own. We mm -hmm. as we grow, 
we'll figure it out later on. But a man, there are some things that should be level set, right? Before you come into a relationship when you're dateable because you have certain things in order, as opposed to needing a lot of things and needing your mate to come in and, and bring those things to the table for you. Right. I get right. that. But, but even that, I get that. Don't, don't even totally. give up what you have until you're rock solid and you guys can move on as a couple. And I think that advice also makes you your standards higher. Of course. Right? Because you, you're not going to settle for someone who has a whole lot less than you. Absolutely. Right? If you meet someone yeah. and they don't, they they living with their mama. I mean, we're, we're well past the age of having those issues, right? But <laughs> there are those, right, who oh, are still I, living I, at I home. Wish, I wish I lived with glow sometimes in my life. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I to drive her nuts. Hey, mama, I'm going to take my old room back. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I think that that definitely um, allows you to have a higher standard, as we all should. You should as be, um, yes, yeah, looking to be in a relationship with someone Absolutely. who matches because, your greatness. You know, Meet them I, that too. I remember wherever that's at. Move forward. I remember it was a guy, right? He was dating somebody. I'm not going to get into the people, but I told him he he and he was about fifty at that time, and I was like, "Look at you," I said. You, you're a great guy. I said, you have a great career. You're over 100,000 plus. You do this and you have nothing to show for what, what you did in your life. And the problem is, is because you go from one relationship and then you settle somewhere and stay with a friend and this, that, and the other. You get with another woman and you move into her house. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that don't work. And then the future that you're building, you're building up somebody else's future to break yours, your own, your future down. You know, okay. so now you're sitting here, you know, you made a hundred thousand dollars the last past 10 years, but guess what? That's a million dollars. You invested in relationships that you have nothing to be accountable. Hmm. You know, and, and that's really, really the thing is is bad. And I and what it is too is. When you have your own as a man, you always just say, you know what? This is too much. This is not what I was really looking to be into. And you can go back to your safe haven and, re- and log on, right? Log on. Yeah, log and on. log back on. And log on. <sighs> <sighs> All Don't, right. be hating. Don't be hating. No, Shout out to logging this- on. Okay. Shout out, shout out. I logged off, okay? Because <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't my thing. I <laughs> Y'all don't know what we're talking about, different but you gotta go back and watch the dating show. For different folks. <laughs> watch the dating show. So talking about what Shay was was touching on the um her part when uh when you were speaking about the question, best relationship advice is having your own identity within your relationship. And um that can be a problem if you're not sure what the difference is between love versus control. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is our topic for today. Yes. How do you know if you're in a relationship where there's control or where it's just genuine love? Oh, I don't know if you know it until it's happening to you Mm. and someone will say or do something and all of a sudden it doesn't sit well with you and you're in a place where it's like um, they're being overbearing and trying to, to push an issue becomes control but i don't think you know it it's just like you know love right you don't know it until you have it um and in that right it's it's certain behaviors i think that comes to play when um your mate is trying to control you i think jealousy mm-hmm. is a controlling um characteristic it absolutely is yeah my, my thing is why don't you know you're in a relationship where you're being controlled though because the characteristics of being in a controlling a relationship are so strong i think people don't profound. think that that's what it is right because i identify jealousy as control and other people think that when your mate is jealous is because they're showing love, that they love you so much that, you know, the thought of someone else being around makes them jealous. But to me, that's you just trying to make me feel like I can't have anybody around me and that's right. control. So it depends on 
you know, how you perceive the the particular thing, whether or not it resonates with you as that. As being unhealthy. Right. And controlling. Some people think that's love. I don't. I think that's a a characteristic of someone who wants to control the situation. It is. Absolutely it is. So let me ask y'all a question. You know, we're going to keep it real (laughs) night on this situation. Here we go. (laughs) I, I really need some understanding on this. So Let's talk about our African-American sisters. Well, let's talk about them, DJ Brother Love. Do you think that that a lot of them are controlling or they're loving? You're asking if women, black women in particular. Right, right, because because again, you know, I do a lot of traveling. I've been around the world, did a couple things. So, you know, I'm very informative about what I'm asking. So before I make that statement, (laughs) I want to ask what y'all opinion is. Well, I'm going to say this DJ who travels around the world and been around <laughs> a lot of people and know a lot of things and places <laughs> that if you got all that going on, why don't you tell us what you think about it? No, I'm, you I'm, seem to, I'm saying well, that you're telling me that you got your finger on the pulse. So let me hear no, what no, you no, think. No, 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 I, no. I, I'm, I'm asking another woman because before I really put my thought in. I want to know how do y'all feel because y'all are African-American women. So, oh, and you, you have, thank a, you. Lot of, <laughs> you have a lot of African-American women friends. I so do, but I, you I know something? Right. So I, I also know. have not been in a relationship with an African-American no, no, woman to know that. if she's controlling. I got an answer. I got an answer. Okay. Thank you, because I don't. I'm going to say because that's a, such a general and broad question. I, because of course we I, cannot we'll speak go. for Let's all African American women. Let's get to so, it. So you know, of course, we can only speak from our own perspectives and who that's we it. are as women. Yep. Um, I do think that black women are seen in a certain way, in a certain light, because you know we've often been called the angry black woman. Um, we've all, all the negative terms that black women could be is attached to us as black women. Right. Um, and even controlling. Um, I do think that if a woman is controlling in a relationship, that's, it's this, it comes from something. It comes from something. And I don't, I'm not going to say that that's all black women because we are not all raised to be controlling black women. Mm-hmm. Since you want to generalize. I think that's know. about insecurity, but okay. Oh, now it absolutely is about insecurity. Fighting at the bit to get to your to whatever it was you was trying to say. Okay, okay. So let's here, hear we it. here we go. <laughs> Phil said you just yeah, I know how you said the rightism. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to talk about the rightism because you know sometimes he needs to listen. But listen, oh. <laughs> what I'm trying to understand is, is that us to me, African-American males have a hard time connecting with African-American women. Or controlling us? Is that what she was about to say? No, no, no. No, listen to me. Productive African-American males okay, have a hard time connecting with productive African-American females. Because they're controlling? Because I believe it's a controlling aspect because Again, it's a different day and time, right? So we're not back in the 80s and the 90s, you know, where men were really doing a lot of the dominating. Women are bus drivers. They could be garbage men. I mean, they're lawyers. They're doctors. They're making more money. They're um, they're actually, you know, they're acquiring more. You know, they're, they're striving, and, and they're doing better than they've ever been. So as they accumulate things in life and they get to a certain status, you know, they, to me, I find them having this, have having a thing where they deal with men less than them, which gets them to control the situation that they're in. Because you might meet a woman with a house that owns their own home, that has their own car, that has their own career, that has their own 401k, this, that, and the other. And guess what? At some time, at some point in time, you know, when you meet a man that has that same thing going on. Now, when y'all are trying to grow, it's like, hold up, I got this already. You understand what I'm saying? So if I get with a guy that doesn't mm-hmm. have it, he's always going to be able to be available and to support my dream. You understand what I'm saying? And to me, okay. it's like uh, to me, I just find it hard when, when you have a productive guy and he's he's you know he's has a career, he's he's into you know uh, getting assets and stuff like that. 
it, it's hard because now it's, it becomes a discussion on what we're going to do, not on what I have and on how it is. So when you get with this guy that has less, he's honestly, he's, he's really just going along for the ride. Hmm. You understand? I, again, I think that's a, that's a self-esteem that's issue. I think, that, I think that women or people, because I would say that men do the same thing, because it's not just mm -hmm. about women. There are certainly men oh. that choose women because they have less than, because then that woman will see them in a different light and think that they're awesome and great and fabulous, where they level up to a woman on their stature and i use that word mm -hmm. lightly um that woman may that woman might question right a lot of things that someone who has less than wouldn't so they they you can it often happens when you date um in a different space than what you're in so um but i think that's a, about self-esteem because when you really value yourself as a person you don't allow someone in your space that is going to um, bring you down or not help you level up even further. Because as you said, Rod, that you are the kind of person who likes to continue to strive for greatness. So you wouldn't be, I'm assuming, a woman who is very complacent in her job that she's had for 25 years making $65,000 and it's enough to pay all her bills may not be the kind of woman that is going to sit well in your space because you got to, you need a go getter like you, at least in her mentality. Mm. So, and that has a lot to do with the value of life that you are trying to build for yourself that you wouldn't allow that. So, um, yeah, it definitely happens, but there are certain things but, that know, people do when they're trying to control you in a relationship. But, and that's really what we're talking about, how to, right, how and, to but hold on. But, recognize but, it. Right. But when I see, when I see is controlling is, is like I said, again, I have a, even a lot of female friends, you know, not even when we dating anyone or anything, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, you know, what they like, why are you dating this guy? Like, it's no reason like, this doesn't even make any sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you're not leveling mm -hmm. up, yet, but, but you have that control because it's your house. Ultimately, God forbid something happens to you, this asset goes to your kids. You understand what I'm saying? This goes to that. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a situation where, to me, it is controlling because you're controlling the whole narrative on building building anything and men do it men do do it and you're right but the, the funny part about it is when it comes to men i don't really think it's a controlling thing i believe because men are protectors and they are providers you understand what i'm saying I so get that. you don't you don't really look for a woman to you don't really look for a woman to really really help you level up you understand what I'm saying? Because your your man is a your job as a man is to provide and your and to protect. So if you're really doing these things and a woman does have a little less than you, whatever the case may have been, then that's fine. But to me, I believe women accept less because it gives them the narrative to control everything that goes on in a relationship. Well, I think that. Sorry, did, were you going to say something? You did the thing. Yeah, I just was trying to go back to what the, what the actual topic is when it comes to when it comes to love versus control, and we're talking about the differences between the two. I think there is a fine line. Well, might not be a fine line, but people don't really may not really understand what that difference is because, you, like you were saying earlier, because you're in it. So right. you're not recognizing that it's a control issue as opposed to just someone generally loving you. Some people think that. Being hit means that that man loves them. Absolutely. Oh, that's crazy. And doesn't see that as control. You know what? And is they another don't see one that control. I think people that people sleep on yelling, yelling right. at your mate is a control thing, especially mm. if a man is bearing down and yelling at a woman. 
right? Because it's intimidation. It is intimidation. And you're yelling because you want control over the situation, whatever that thing is, even without name calling and, and whatever. If you get to the point where you're supposed to be having a discussion and you begin yelling at the person, it, that's you forcing your, your issue. And, and trying to control the narrative of the relationship to shut that person down to the point where at some point it becomes name calling and so forth. So because yeah, um, anytime you have to yell at each other in a relationship, we talked about this before, that is abuse. And it's not saying that one is doing the oh, other. It's God. yeah, it is. It is. It is. If I have to yell at you and you have to yell at me and we cannot have a conversation, that's unhealthy. And it's toxic. But okay, so to me is when it comes to that, that comes to growing up. You understand what I'm saying? I think I think the younger couples, you're probably gonna go through that. As we get older and we understand me, I'm not yelling, I'm not fighting with nobody. I love you, baby. And that's it. What are we gonna do? That's that's my answer to everything. I ain't got time to be yelling. I mean, if you see it, you grow up seeing but, it, you probably copy it. But but what I'm saying is is that. At certain times, is if I, if it, it, that's about maturity. So to me, if 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 a man has to yell, sit back and yell and holler and scream at a woman. Matter of fact, if a woman has to holler and scream at me, you understand. And and you're right. That's more of a controlling thing because I remember I used to laugh at it. Now mm -hmm. it, it's a point where, and that's what I'm telling you about leveling up and, and maturing. As soon as a woman start yelling at me, log in. Oh God! And agreed, Jerome said you're yelling to be I heard agree. because you feel unheard. So Correct. in that moment, the person that you're with is not listening to you, and so that's the loving thing. Though. Love that, is listening. Love is listening. Listening, right? But see, the problem is, is sometimes people feel in their mind that they're not being heard, and they actually are. Well, if well, you're communicating well, properly, then it's not just in your no, mind. No, no. It's not in your sometimes, mind, right? Sometimes you, you're you in a relationship and it's always something wrong. Y'all have never been there? Well, then we break up. But, but, Log in. It, okay, when you're in an unhealthy situation, yes. Right, exactly. But, once because, but, to... but it's also not in your mind. You're just in a toxic relationship and you're not being heard. I got to get, because that being heard could even stem from not necessarily just in that relationship. It could be just you growing up too. But that's it could be unhealed trauma. So now you feel like right. this person is not listening to you. or and, and it could be because of their reaction to what you're saying. So if a person is not reacting a way that you think they, they should, now you got to yell. Now you're arguing. Now you're fighting. Now you're going through all the different different exchanges because you're not feeling like you're being heard. So and you that, accuse you accuse you the person of being of doing certain things. Um, and that to me again is another thing about trying to control the narrative. Because so, you should right. be able so like to Phil express. said, yelling is the only way to affect right. So they think that in order for me to get my message across because I feel like they're not listening, I am going to yell. Mm -hmm. But again, sometimes all right, so let me tell you so. No, it doesn't make the listen. No, I mean, We're I mean, just saying that that's part of the problem. I remember. It doesn't. No, no. So they're I not listening that. more. They right. they become they're defensive not and they, they block you out. And right. Exactly. And I remember, no, I remember this. So I was in a relationship, right? So we went to couples counseling. So the counselor says, before we do this together, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to the young lady. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to young lady always vice versa i want to talk to whatever the case may have been it was two of them two of them two were her two with me so she went first i went she went second i went by the end of the therapy session he says i want to tell you something he says to me he says i can't going to tell you to break up the whatever it is you're going through but what i am going to say is Everything that I spoke to your partner about was on a negative vibe. And everything I spoke to you about was on a positive and moving forward vibe and trying to figure it out. So what he said was, to me, was 
this issue that these women, this woman has is not going to only be the issue with you. It's going to be the issue with every man she comes to encounter with. So I need you to make a decision on where you're going to go through with the relationship. So I took that with me and the relationship evidently, you know what I'm saying, Rod's playing and all that now. So, you mm -hmm. know, the relationship didn't work out. But what I'm trying to get you guys to understand is when people say they, they, they are not feeling like they're not being heard, you are being heard. It's just that you have to choose in your mind if you're if you're if you're hearing or you're understanding what the other person is trying to tell you. Some people just in their life have the situation where it's always they feel it's always issues. Now I know this young lady, and she's having the same issues in her later relationships than she had kind of when she was with me. It was going back to the same thing the therapist had said 15 years ago. And so that person it, has it be her. issues. And that might have, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Now that is that's your true. specific situation. That's not right. Well, well, what I'm trying to tell you that's is, not, is that oh, the story is, is that when somebody's feeling like they're not being heard, that's not always true. Because we in agree. their mind, we agree. They're feeling we like agree. Yeah. We agree. Right. And that's what and we did make that point before you got into the story is that sometimes in relationships, it is your perception about what right. is happening. And right. because you perceive it to be that thing, you say they're not listening. And that's when the yelling comes in and, right. the, and the accusing them of not listening instead of having a conversation about right. it. Because when you're when you're approaching it from a place of love, you want to be in a space where you allow that person to also say, I hear you, I, I understand you. Exactly. what you're saying, right. and this is what I think I hear you saying, so that you can say, well, no, that's not exactly what I'm trying to say, but you know, here's a more clarity on the situation. That's, that's dialogue that happens when you're that's in a loving relationship versus a controlling. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. listening to understand and not listening to speak because you see and because even if you're in a relationship with someone and they may and well, like Phil said, if you know your triggers, wouldn't it help to understand how to control your triggers? I agree. Not everybody knows their triggers, which is also their problem because they should be figuring that out. So that part I get. And I do agree with, with you when you said we let our triggers determine our relationship and allow it to be an excuse to our unacceptable actions. And I that I also agree with. Mm -hmm. um, but we're speaking about trying to figure out a way to, you know, have these conversations from a place of love. Like me and Shay have a love sandwich, you know, so when we start off our conversations with that. We know, okay, okay I'm going to calm my ass down because I right now I want to cuss her ass out. <laughs> a love sandwich has, is, a, is a very necessary tool for us because Michelle and I don't hold punches when it comes to right. having to say something that I feel she needs to hear or vice versa. And so you, you come with the great, like, girl, you the bomb and this, that, and the other, and you handle that situation <laughs> mostly okay. <laughs> However, right? And that's the part. And, and when we developed that, it was because we wanted to take away the defense trigger right when someone says something to you hurtful right because you know that it's gonna sting when you say it so it knowing stings, that puts me in a place of saying it's i know that she things. needs to say something to me that i have to listen to whether i agree or not and just accept it and mull it over and then we can talk about it again right that that to me is one of the ways that we've been able to continue to have a healthy relationship that and hanging up sometimes. <laughs> because, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes the things that she says, or I might say may sting. Mm -hmm. And you have to go back and think about it for a minute and be like, all right. And then come back and address it. When that comes into something with friendships, you know, like, like me and the guy on the couch, we, we always know like it's it's always something here with us. And 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 and, and sometimes you know you understand is what I learned to do is when I'm feeling a certain way, I wanna I'll ask a question instead mm -hmm. of giving my opinion. Mm -hmm. 
You understand okay. what I'm saying? So now I feel like we're engaging more into a conversation. I've never done that personally. I was always opinion. What? That motherfucking crazy. That shit right up. I, I really don't do that now. You know, I, I will ask. I think we question. all have grown up like that because the way we, sometimes the way we talk to each other, no, you know, people can hear us no, in the back room. It, it, it depends now. It depends because like, I, like a lot of the times, it depends on who you're having the friendship or the relationship with. Because some friends, I, I can get into that. Oh, blah, 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 and, and right. Cool, but but to other people, you you can't. You understand what I'm saying? So you, you and going back into relationships, you have to you have to engage. You have to learn to engage with the person that you're dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I agree. It's like it's it's like a couple women. You know, we've been dating, we dating, we haven't got it right, but we, we still might communicate and stuff like that. And communications is always better as, as you know as the more you grow and the more you mature. You know, you just gotta really, really have to learn how to really, really communicate with people. And I think that if people don't want to communicate with you, and they have to start the hollering and screaming, it that's controlling behavior. It, is it, it absolutely is. It absolutely you know what else is? Manip manipulating someone with the desire to be loved, right? Because there are relationships with men and women where unless you are behaving in a certain way, then they will take love away, right? Hold it mm. over your head like a carrot. If you sit down and you're quiet and you're this and that, then baby, when I'll we get home, I'm going to love you to death. But the moment that you open your mouth, you have an opinion and you do certain things, then you're that's judged. And therefore, you're not, um, you're not in a place of receiving love. You don't deserve it. And they use that to manipulate you. Agreed. And so just in thinking about ways that, you know, you just got to kind of keep your eyes open to those things in relationships when you see it coming along to protect yourself from it. Know that that is not a love, um, you know, behavior from your mate and that you need different things to require it so that you're not caught up in a bad relationship <clears throat> or feeling unloved and, and really put yourself in a place where you're being controlled. So yeah, you know, one more thing is that and a lot of controlling relationships also lead into abuse, it's physical or if it's mental. They can. Um, and, and that's where we actually got the um the topic for the show this week was looking at the conversation that we had last week. Last week. And and you watch it, go uh, check it out. Yeah, you can watch it, go check it out. It was deep, and that was a controlling situation that had also led to abuse. Yeah, definitely. That's where it stemmed from. So I think this is a great topic. And, I, you know, I was almost here. So we got to wrap it up. We went over super crazy last week. So we're going to try to stay It was on. necessary. It was necessary it's last week. Yeah. So yeah. if y'all haven't seen last week's show, go to YouTube and check it out. Um, we had Kia Jeffries on and she was so candid about her experience. Um, and I think it's a dope conversation. So go check that out. Yes, and and just to say, I really did appreciate her coming on and just sharing her story. Shout out to Kia. Yeah, is, yeah, uh, she didn't have definitely. to come on here and open up the way that she did. And I really think she gave us an exclusive because it was a lot of things that she talked about that I didn't even know. And right, and we've known her so yeah, yeah, our whole life. So there's that. But anyway, as you guys know, we always end every show with a quote. And that quote is, love is about giving freedom and power, not about gaining control or possession. I love it. And we will see you guys next week. Next Peace week. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. I'm Team Remy, so DJ Big Rob. As we bring down the top of experience 2022, I'm bringing talent, I'm bringing stiletto, I'm bringing Kenny Williams, I'm bringing DJ Warren, DJ Za, DJ Storm, DJ K-Dog, and Uptown Zone, Jeff Ray. For more info, go to www.thetteamremy.com and you're drawing all up. Go to www.thetteamremy.com as we bring you all around. Comedy show, special performance by RL. Yes, Big Rob's gonna be on the